Hey now, welcome to another edition of the Inside BS Show. My name is Dave Lorenzo, and today we're talking about getting your act together. I'm talking about your books, I'm talking about your finances, I'm talking about making sure that you're on the straight and narrow when it comes to all of your financial reporting. And we've got exactly the person to talk to today. My guest is Elliot Hershick. He's the general manager of supporting strategies in Chicago, and he's gonna help us with the things you need to do to make sure that all the T's are crossed and all the I's are dotted. Please join me in welcoming Elliot to the Inside BS Show. Elliot, thanks for joining us. It's great to have you here today. Dave, thanks for having me on. Looking forward to this. All right, so supporting strategies. Explain to us what it is you guys do every day. All right, we do financial accounting. Um, everyone in the world's familiar with tax accounting. You go see your tax accountant for your business, your personal work once a year. Uh, the better tax accountants will work with you on a more regular basis to make sure the plan is, is working out. We're involved daily, right? We're helping make sure invoices are going out, cash in is applied correctly, uh, vendor bills go to the right bucket, and they get paid on time. Uh, we can provide some analysis and help produce and re review your financial statements at month end. Okay, so what makes you uh, what makes you guys different from just the you know the bookkeeper that you know sits in the corner and you know, does the general ledger and that sort of thing? What is what is the competitive advantage from uh, for going with supporting strategies? Well, it's. We do the bookkeeping. Let's let's be frank. We start with that base of the pyramid, so we make sure it's right. But we're actually professional level accountants. Uh, we're degreed. Some of us have a CPA certificate, maybe actually licensed, maybe an MBA, and that's who now becomes your bookkeeper, right? If if you listen to any of the business shows on TV, they all hammer home know your numbers. Well, we're the people working with you to produce those numbers so that they have meaning. You can look at them. And if you're a person who maybe doesn't understand the numbers, we can work with you to look at that, right? Your best customer may not be who you think it is, and your best product may not be what you think it is. Okay, so um, who's the ideal client for uh, for your team at Supporting Strategies? Who would you say, like if I could introduce you to anybody, who would you want me to connect you with? Um, a business owner with a growth mindset. They wanna take their business from here to here, and they know they need a better accounting solution than the one they have, right? Sometimes they're the one doing it. Sometimes they go, you, you have some extra time in your day. You're now the bookkeeper, but they don't understand accounting theory. They don't know how to use the tools. They don't want to do that kind of work, but, but it's been foisted on them. So now you get an outsourced accounting department, right? A, a typical, an average client needs three to five hours a week from us. So that means some are smaller, some are bigger. I mean, we have clients where we're working 20 hours a week. Um, but again, so, all of them, have, I'm sorry, they have in common, they don't really have a full-time job in this yet. They don't have enough accounting work to go hire that accountant. 
So if you don't know the difference between cash accounting and accrual accounting, you need to call Elliot. <laughs> so just for the benefit of those people who are listening, those who are watching, Elliot, do us a favor, explain the difference between cash accounting and accrual accounting and why it's so important to bring somebody like you in to handle that process. Okay. Cash accounting, the easier of the two, right? The transactions get recorded when cash changes hands. When when your client pays you, you record the revenue. When you pay your vendor, you record the expense. Accrual says we're going to record those same things when they occur and, and not when the cash changes hands. So when you send your invoice... Now you have revenue. When you get the bill, you have an expense. And because that, you also make some entries at month end to say, okay, we ha cash hasn't changed hands yet, but I know that I owe payroll. So now you record that as part of the expense. That's kind of the most, probably the most famous accrual that we, we haven't run payroll yet, but everyone's been working for a week. And so we show that expense and it gets tricky because now you have to reverse those entries next month and re-record it when you actually run payroll. Yeah, but if you're so if you're a business owner and you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, well, I'm just going to use cash accounting because it's easier. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to go for a line of credit. You're going to go to get a loan and your banker is going to look at your financial statement. And if you're using cash accounting, you're going to have peaks and valleys. And one month you're going to have a, you know, a, a huge amount of profit. The next month you may have a significant loss because you're incurring, you're not, it's not real time. It, you're, you're not applying the expenses as the work in progress is taking place. So, and this is one of the things that I see most often, Elliot, from, you know, business owners is they know their business and they know, you know, how to make the business work and they know how to run the business well, but their financials, they're just, they're just recording the stuff as it comes in as if they're balancing their home checkbook, right? And I guess actually <laughs> nobody really does that anymore, right? They just look at their bank thing online and they're like, okay, well, there's money in there. I can still write checks, right? Well, that's a disaster in a business because the peaks and valleys that it creates. So that's just another reason to bring you in to have you handle all that for them correct? Oh, ab absolutely. I, uh, well said. You know, I may have to put you on staff because obviously <laughs> you're, you're better at it than I am. No. So let's talk about um, you and, you know, your, your experience over the years. What drew you to, uh, to a company like Supporting Strategies? Why did you choose uh, to become, you know, part of a, you know, part of a bigger brand as a, you know, as a franchisee of supporting strategies. Life happens. Um, I had been doing this work since college, right? Mm -hmm. uh, my second work study job after I learned how to make chili for 1500 was as a bookkeeper for the college. And as I say it, right, when you're 19, you know where you sleep, you know where you eat, you know where you sometimes go to class, but you don't realize that there's a whole back office at your school. Mm -hmm. So I'm working as a in-the-corner bookkeeper in the accounting department under the accountants 
Um, and then I started taking those classes at school. Um, and at, at went off on my young man adventure. And at 30, I said, what am I going to do? And I, and I went back to school to take classes to sit for the CPA exam. Because I figure if I can pass that, no one's going to question whether I can do accounting. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what my degree is actually in. So I did that. And then I worked in accounting for a number of years in industry, right? Uh, taxes. I knew enough to pass the exam. Not my thing. I like being involved in the business. Our opinion on taxes is get a good tax person. And if you don't like the one you have, we'll get you a good one. Um, you know, it's it's different animals. I like, again, being involved in the business decisions. And that's the, the service we provide. So life happens and you're going to make a move. And, and my wife and I were thinking... Of, of striking out on our own and we discovered supporting strategies as a franchisor and we said this makes sense there's a place for both of us in in the in our company in this model and we didn't have to reinvent the entire wheel we we got some operational experience i knew how to do accounting she already had been talking to small business owners for years it just made sense Okay. And now we deliver a really good service. Perfect. All right, Elliot. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to uh, I want you to uh, think about this for a sec as I um, as I read a little uh, a little promo for one of our sponsors. I want you to give us uh, a good example of an engagement. Like take us from the beginning of the engagement to when when you're in place and you deliver your first reports to explain how your service really works. So think about the case study from the point where the business owner first brings you in. Maybe, you know, give us an actual case study without giving us the names from when they bring you in all the way through to when you deliver the first reports to give people a sense for how it works. Take a minute and think about that, Elliot, while I let folks know that we are brought to you by Sandrowski Corporate Advisors. For over 35 years, the folks at Sandrowski have provided expert client service. And today I want to talk to you about their business valuation team. See, Sandrowski does a lot of work, and I mean a lot of work, in the area of business valuation and litigation support. So let's say you're an attorney, and you're in the middle of a litigation matter, and at issue is the value of a particular asset in a business or the value of the very business itself. You need to think about two things when you, as the attorney, are bringing in someone to do the valuation of the business. The first thing you need to think about is who has, who's the most experienced person that I can bring in who will deliver a valuation that is spot on and almost unimpeachable because of the level of experience they have. The second thing you need to think about is who is an expert that can actually testify to these numbers, either to the court, meaning to a judge, or perhaps even to a jury, and make it so that the judge or the jury can understand the information that this person is testifying to. It's not good enough to be able to do fantastic work. You also have to be able to back it up in court, and that's where Sandrowski really excels. If you have an interest in 
getting someone on your team, getting a partner that is expert at delivering business valuations and then standing behind those valuations in court or standing behind those valuations in a presentation to a board of directors or to shareholders, you need to call Sandrowski and I'm going to give you the number. 866-717-1607, 866-717-1607. Give Sandrowski Corporate Advisors a call today. All right, we're also brought to you by My Revenue Roadmap Guide. You see, I have this business development plan that I share with professionals with whom I work, and you can get it for free. It's the same plan I use that I customize for my clients. I want to give it to you to let you develop relationships that will lead to more business for you and your professional firm. Here's how you can get this business development guide for free. Go to this website, revenueroadmapguide.com, revenueroadmapguide.com, Enter your contact info there. You can download your Revenue Roadmap Guide for free today. It's my gift to you for listening, for watching the show. RevenueRoadmapGuide.com. Enter your contact info. Download it today. We're speaking with Elliot Hershick. He's the general manager of supporting strategies in the Chicagoland area. You can reach out to him at 630-531-1521. 630-531-1521. And Elliot, now you're going to walk us through a typical engagement, right? From the time the business owner meets you, what happens when they they shake your hand, they go, Elliot, I can't wait for you to, to get to work on my financials. They're a mess. Take us through what you do next. Well, what we do is we schedule a kickoff call. Right? Sales process is over and the business owner gets to meet the team on their account. We always assign a team of at least two. There's the associate who does the work. They're the primary contact with the client. They're the regular uh, day in, day out accountant. Uh, that associate has a manager, right? That The manager's there to maintain the client relationship, do some problem solving behind the scenes, cover for the associate if the associate's unavailable for a day. Um, and we, we get to work. We start asking questions. We start discovering what their processes and procedures are. Sometimes the answer is what processes because the, the owner's been doing it in their spare time. Um, and we, we start digging in. Now, we've learned we treat everything that's been done as suspect until we prove it right. Because I remember in early engagement, I looked at something three times before I admitted to myself, yeah, that's what they did. Um, so we, we, we double check uh, what's gone on before. We make recommendations because we just think the, our new client wants to hear from us about this would be better. It would be more efficient. It would capture more detail that you can review, right? It's not just about tallying debits and credits. It's, it's about using your accounting system to make informed decisions to run your business. Um, and we also say, okay, we know how to do accounting, but we're new to your business. What's going on here? Why do you do it this way? Um, again, not judgmental. It's just we're a new employee. We're learning. Um, so there's extra work at the beginning. Um, sometimes... Clients can get a bit aggravated with us because we're just asking questions. 
And sometimes we're saying that's not a great idea um, as best as we can, because again, you're, you're not going to get useful information down the road. You're not using the tool of your accounting system as well as you could be if we did it this way. Um, some are more open to that suggestion. Some are just really busy and, and want to get their head above water and, and get some air. Um, so we, we go through that process for about the first four to six weeks, depending on how engaged and responsive the owner is. Um, and then it kind of smooths out and normalizes. And we just communicate regularly, uh, email, phone, even some texting. And we sh they share information with us, and, and we do our job. We, we record transactions. We do some analysis. We, we make reports that they can use and, and make their business grow. All right. That's terrific. So tell me about the different range of clients. Give me some industries and uh, some examples of clients that you work with and, um, and the, you know, the, the complexity of the work that you do for them. Sure. Our, our clients are definitely in the small to medium size. Um, frankly, none of them are going to the accounting standards board or FASB for a pronouncement saying, I've got something no one's ever seen before. Uh, we're, we're talking about basic get-it-done accounting, um, rec again, record transactions, invoices, they need to go out. Your clients want to pay you, but they won't until you, they get an invoice. Um, so we're kind of industry agnostic. I, I think we're in about 60 different industries. We have uh, doctor's offices, construction companies, um, law offices, not-for-profits, um, because our, our people are experienced accountants with a variety of, of experiences. Um, they, they've worked in public, they've worked in various industries. So again, we understand accounting and, and broad-based accounting, so we, we fit in nicely in a lot of different places. Um, we, we had a, a, a hair care products company, um, and we, we also work remotely, so we're not limited by geography. An, an email can go down the hall just as fast as it can go to Kansas. No, that's a, that's a really good point. And do you, do you spend any time on site with the businesses at all? Or is it, is it a hundred percent remote? You know, think of it as a hundred percent remote. We'll do some on site if the geography works out. Mm -hmm. Um, but as we've grown, our, our employee footprint has grown. We're probably in a dozen States right now. Um, wow. That's tremendous. All right. So we're speaking with Elliot Hershick. He's the general manager of supporting strategies in the Chicagoland area. You can reach out to him at 630-531-1521, 630-531-1521. Elliot, how do you, how do you get new clients? Where do, where do your new clients typically come from? Well, they, they come from two places. They, they come from my business colleague, who's also my wife, Dawn, who's, who's out there meeting tons of people. And then they come from what we call evangelists, right? It's that trusted advisor circle around a business owner who know, boy, they have a great business. They're good at operations, but they struggle in this area, 
right? If if someone says I haven't seen a financial statement for three months, your your current solution is is not working so well. Um, so again, there's there's Dawn and there's evangelists who are people that like Dawn. Um, now I'm starting to get into that realm myself. Well, I've always liked Dawn, but now as we've grown, <laughs> we. I'm getting out and doing a bit of networking as well. Uh, that's terrific. Okay, Elliot. So I want you to take a minute and think about three things, three things you want folks to take away from our time together. And before um, before I give you that minute or while I give you that minute to think about it, I also want to let folks know that you are actually Elliot you you have a veteran you're a veteran owned business you are you're a veteran of the United States Marine Corps so I want to take the time and personally thank you for your service I'm sure everyone who's watching everyone who's listening also shares that sentiment so thank you for your service supporting strategies in the Chicagoland area is a veteran owned business so if you want a reason to to work with them support the people who uh, who help us uh, keep our nation free and safe. So thank you, Elliot, for your service. All right, now take a minute and think of three things that you want our uh, our listeners and our viewers to take away from our time together. I need to remind you once again that we're brought to you by Sandrowski Corporate Advisors. And now I want to tell you about the work that Sandrowski does in an area that is not as well known as other areas of accounting. And this is the Qualified Small Business uh, Stock Exemption. Now it's called QSBS. And there's a uh, fancy number in the, I guess it's in the Internal Revenue Code. I don't know what that number is. I do know what that number is, but I'm not gonna bore you with it. Here's the upshot of this whole thing. If you call Sandrowski, about five years before you're ready to sell your business or when you're just starting to think about selling your business or better yet, when you're forming your business or when your business merges, they will look at the industry that you're in and they'll look at how the uh, the company is organized. They'll look at your shareholders and they will determine if you're potentially eligible for a qualified small business stock exemption. Now, why do you want to know if you're eligible for this? Well. When I sat down with Harry Sandrowski in Chicago last week, he was telling me that a gentleman who had a business that did under $50 million in annual revenue just sold his business for a very nice multiple of earnings. And because Sandrowski had set him up correctly, this gentleman who sold his business was able to protect about $10 million in capital gains from taxation. Think about that. $10 $10 million and he didn't have to pay capital gains tax on it. That is an enormous amount of savings. So if you have a business and you do less than $50 million a year in annual revenue and you know you have an exit strategy that may be five years or seven years or even 20 years down the road, you need to give Sandrowski a call. They need to look at the organization of your business and see if you fit into this category you have to be operating under these certain guidelines for at least five years. So the best time to call Sandrowski would have been when you started your business. But hey, you didn't know me. You didn't know them then. You know about it now. So I want you to give them a call. Here's their number, 866-717-1607, 866-717-1607. We're also brought to you by My Revenue Roadmap Guide. My Revenue Roadmap Guide, I want you to download it right now. It's a business development plan based on relationships. Go to revenueroadmapguide.com. Enter your contact info. You can download your free business development plan today. 
We're talking with Elliot Hershick. He's the general manager of supporting strategies in the Chicagoland area. You can reach out to him at 630-531-1521. Okay, Elliot, what are the three things that people who are listening, people who are watching should take away from our time together today? All right. The first thing is accounting is not an afterthought for your business. It's part of it. Second thing is use the info. It's it's there. It's yours. Sit down and do some analysis. Again, if that's not your thing, get someone to help you do the analysis. But but don't just use as we used to say Kentucky windage to uh, to think go I think we're in this direction. Um, stay on it. It's easy to let it pile up on your your credenza or your your table where you throw your mail um stay on it otherwise it becomes a horrendous effort to to resurrect it get it done on a regular basis all right and if you're having trouble getting it done you can call elliot at supporting strategies you can reach out to him at 630-531-1521 630-531-1521 elliot thank you so much that was very enlightening i appreciate you joining us today on the inside bs show Thank you for having me, Dave. I I enjoyed it. All righty, folks, that'll do it for this episode of the Inside BS Show. My name is Dave Lorenzo. We'll be back here again tomorrow with another great interview. Until then, here's hoping you make a great living and live a great life.